Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Before we start this episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to ask a favor of you. Please open the podcast app you're listening on right now and hit the follow button. This really supports us growing the podcast and also helps continue to produce high-quality conversations around high performance. You listen to us and we want to listen to you. So please also consider leaving a rating and review. Tell us what you love about this episode and what you'd like to hear more of. Give us some feedback as it really does make a difference to what we're doing behind the scenes. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological and emotional state. With Australia still riding the wave from the Matildas' amazing effort to reach the semi-finals in the Women's World Cup, a totally aligned bite-sized episode this week is with former Australian netball captain, Caitlin Bassett. Caitlin goes through our performance uncovered questions and provides a look into how she spends her time and energy and how she has adapted to life after playing professional sport. In particular, Caitlin talks about how she still keeps some of her netball training habits, those high performance habits, by exercising every day when she can, as well as having some control over her day in relation to planning and her mindset. Caitlin also discusses how she came to terms with her playing career ending earlier than she would have liked. And to listen to the full episode, it's number 40 in the Performance Intelligence Podcast. All right, let's wrap up on what we call Performance Uncovered. 13 questions about you. The first block of questions is all about your favourites. So number one, your favourite song or band. Oh, I I was just going to say genre. I'm like an old school noughties, 90s. I listen to Triple M 90s. It's probably my favourite. So, yeah. I love the 90s too. And number two, your favourite movie. Oh, gosh. I love a thriller. So anything like a little bit intense that I have to think about. Um, oh, also Top Gun. Like, hello. I'm such a big Top Gun girl. Is this your idea of fun, man? Greetings. <laughs> How good is the new Top Gun as well? I know. Oh, Val Kilmer, he breaks my heart. So, yeah, I yeah. love Top Gun. Number three, favourite book? Ooh, I uh, once again I love a, tr- a true crime, so I do love reading true crime novels. Um, so just anything that's based on a true story that's crime related. For your favourite possession? Oh, um, I I wouldn't say my animals are my possessions, but definitely the pets. There's just something about them. They're cathartic. They're my therapy. I tell them all my stories and secrets, and they and they listen. Well, they say animals are like having a therapist. They are. Question five: Your favourite food. Can I say coffee? Is that a food? I would literally drink that for breakfast, lunch and dinner. How many coffees do you have a day? I try and limit myself to three. Question number six, what time do you wake up and go to bed each day? I try to be in bed at 10 o'clock every night and my general wake up time is about 6.37, but I never regret waking up early and getting things done in the morning. I'm definitely more productive in the morning and definitely my brain switches off, but I'm a really good night owl so I can stay up to like midnight working on things. Okay, so you can burn the candle at both ends. Yeah. Question seven, do you have a morning routine? Uh, taking the doggo for a walk. We go left or right depending on which way he wants to take me and there's a cafe at the end of the street of each way, so it's really nice. Eight. What does your weekly fitness schedule look like now? 
it's exercise every day. For me, it's something that I haven't been able to break that little habit of that control of feeling like I've got something that I can control. So I'm lucky I've got the gym at Cricket New South Wales. I've got a Fitness First membership. I love doing the Bay Run. And so, yeah, just something every day that gets out and gets moving makes me feel like I've made the best of that day. Question nine, tell me one of your favourite or one of your go-to productivity tips. This is really contradictive. So sometimes it's collaboration. So I'll, um, if I sit down and other people are working, I'm like, yeah, let's all work. This is great. I love it when the cricket girls come in and do their study because I'll sit with them with my computer and get my emails done. Also, I get distracted easily and I like to chat. So sometimes it's like no TV, no music, dead silence. I just have to lock myself away at home to get the work done. Deep work. I get that. Connect when you need to collaborate and then just go into a hole yep. and do your work. Question 10, your most vivid childhood memory. This is an interesting one. I will always remember my dad, a bit of a trickster. Um, we've got a very good relationship. We're still very close. Crawling along the ground. I reckon I would have been about six and I was making cookies with mum and he was crawling along the ground trying to sneak some of the cookie dough. And I just screaming with laughter. I was sitting on the kitchen bench at our old house in Perth. Yeah, just something vividly that I'll always remember. You light up when you talk about that oh, story. I love it. I love food. <laughs> <laughs> Question 11. What's the biggest adversity you faced and what did that teach you? Oh, I guess, yeah, like missing out on a contract or getting retiring. And it's, um, yeah, still something I'm dealing with. What has it taught me? That I am resilient and there's so much more to me than just being a netballer. There certainly is. Question number 12, what achievement or achievements are you most proud of? Yeah, my degree is definitely one of them. Um, there's been many, many nights of tears. There's been study on tours. Yeah, to get a piece of paper with my name on it. It, it sounds so silly, but for me, study in academia was big when I was growing up. And so to be able to juggle that and to still show once again that there's more to me than just playing netball, I think was really important to me. Question 13, what is your definition of high performance? It's doing the little things when no one's watching. Yeah, it's it's the the waking up early. It's the the sacrificing the little things that no one else will do to to, to get there. Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence Podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.